How do you create, develop, and cultivate leadership in your organization? Imagine what can happen when you have mission-minded leaders and enthusiastic team members who believe they can build business as a force for good. Hi, everybody. My name is Jason Lipper, the CEO at LCI Industries, and I welcome you to this edition of Built to Lead podcast. We are delighted to share the real-life experiences of others who have courageously stepped into the power of creating a culture that feels like family, a culture where every team member has a deep sense of purpose. Take what you hear today and be inspired to build a culture of caring, giving, and leading in your organization. Amazing things happen when you place people at the core of what you do every day. Welcome to this edition of Built to Lead. Welcome to Built to Lead, the podcast of Lippert, and I am Edgar Cabello, your host today, one of the leadership directors here at Lippert, and I am with some friends, kind of a little bit of history with these guys, but getting to know them right now, and I'll explain that here in just a moment, but I'm with the Laymans, the Layman family. All of them work out of the same facility um, at, at, at Lippert, and we have a bunch of facilities, so the fact that all of them, like all these three guys work out of this one is, is kind of interesting, but anyways, welcome, Tom. Austin, Jared, how are you guys doing today? Doing great. Good. How are you? Great, All right. Doing great, guys. So, Tom, we're going to start with you. Just tell us a little bit about what you're doing currently, and then we're going to get into the family story because this is a real interesting dynamic of like how the whole layman connection happened here at Lipper. But, Tom, tell us a little, about, a little bit about yourself and kind of what you're currently doing for us. I'm in the call center. I'm the uh, Axel Chassis Tech Customer Service uh, Supervisor. I uh, manage uh, 10 people. You know, we watch, uh, take care of the customer, okay. customer experience, you know, warranty, do whatever we have to do to uh, help the customer. Okay. So, if that, and which means somebody calls in yep. and says what? They'll call in and say, you know, um, like if it's a hot down unit, you know, grandpa's 85 years old, he's broke down on the freeway. Okay. His tire has left exit of the coach. My team will actually go in and I got two guys that will do it. We'll get hold of tow trucks, a mobile uh, tech to go out and fix it. Or if we can dispatch our own tech, we'll, okay. we'll get our own tech out there. Okay. Wow. So it's all about supporting and yep. helping the customer yes. that might be experiencing some hardship. Yes. You know, or there's you know there's uh, ones that you know they'll be in warranty. They'll okay. call us. Hey, you know yeah. my my frame's doing this or my axle's doing this. You know, we'll gather all the information and we'll help try to help them as best we can. We Excellent. Think, we think outside the box. Excellent. We have to. Yeah. Creative thinking, right? Yep. All right, Austin. What do you do here? All right. So um, I am the uh, kidding supervisor out in the warehouse. So what that is, is any raw component that comes into the warehouse, okay. we consume it. So it could be anywhere between 20 items or five items. Those items come together to create one retail item. Okay. And we put them all into retail boxes. They go right on to our um, racking out there, or we sometimes take it straight to the shipping department. Okay. And it goes to the customer. All right. So when you say kidding, is there some assembly involved in this? Is that what's going on back there? Yeah. Okay. So it could be anywhere between like nuts, bolts to jacks, okay. rear jacks. So it's like if I get stuff. a lawnmower is like delivered to my house and I have to put that thing together, which I don't do very well. But like, <laughs> but that's what we're talking about, right? Yeah. All the pieces together, make that one product. Yep. And that's what we send out. Exactly. Excellent. Correct. Thanks, man. That helps us understand. All right. Jared, the elder brother. Um, like what's, uh, what, what do you do here, man? All righty. Uh, so I am the inbound inbound operations manager. So what I oversee um, is receiving, kitting, and pre-box. So to, to, to summarize it, 
what we do is anything from when a truck shows up or container shows up okay. all the way when to it gets put into a releasable location for our our uh, picking and shipping teams. Okay. All right. Excellent. So, and just and just for the sake of whoever, who's ever listening right now, um, the facility we're in right now, Burger Street, is mostly a distribution center. Am I right? Correct. Yeah. So, so we got like stuffs coming yep. in. Yep. We're doing some maybe some light assembly. At most, right? So it's yep. not a production production facility where yep. we're actually doing manufacturing here. Yep. Correct. But a lot of product, a lot of parts, pieces pass through yep. here. Is that right? So moral moral of the of the story is we receive it, put it away, pick it, pack it, ship it. Got it. Okay. So there you go. So that yep. kind of gives you an idea of of how this plant here, Burger Street Mishawaka, relates to the whole of the organization. So a lot of our stuff passes through here. I know this because some of the so the facilities that I support, it's just like yeah, it's going through thirty nine and all this kind of stuff. So you see Lippert trucks all over the place in this area because there's a lot of Lippert facilities. So excellent, guys, just to help give us a framework for what we're involved here. So there's a maybe one of the most interesting things. I'll, I'll say this, and we're going to return to this here in, before too long. But um, all of these guys are currently in leadership positions. But, Tom, you were the first one in the water here. So back to 2015, right? Yes. Tell, tell us a little bit about what your background was. You came from another company. How did you land at Lippert? I was there. You know, and I was unhappy with the OEM. I was looking. And um, an employee there, her husband was one of the assistant managers here okay so we set up a lunch and um i sat with him april and martin Parrish. we talked um i liked what i heard about the culture about so what they tell some you? ideas well what did they tell you were they selling you or what yeah they were they, they were, were a little know, bit okay. yeah they were you know i i think you know when i as when i came to sample we had two rows of cubes now i mean we got 140 people okay so i knew this was the company I wanted to be with and watch it grow and grow with it. Yep. You know, so I came on board, I, you know, I learned a lot. I had to uh, rehone my management skills okay. to Lippert's culture. Yeah, gotcha. You know, coming from there or coming from my previous life, you know, it was more of a direct, hard-nosed, you know, in your face, yeah. you know, not coaching them, just mm. directing them to get it done. Right. Well, here, I mean, I like the way that, like I used to coach football and wrestling and baseball, so I like the idea. You coach your teammates to be the best they can be. You know, you coach them. You don't belittle them. You don't. Yeah. You know, you just jump on board, and you know that's really uh, been a great experience for me since 2015. I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. What I what I like about the setup though here, so with Jared and Austin here. Before we talk about your guys' entry into into Lippert, let, let's go back to Dad's old job for a minute, okay? So you're in high school. Yep. At that time, 2015. Yeah, like freshman sophomore. Freshman year. sophomore. Freshman year, sophomore. Austin is in high school, and Jared's in what two years into college or something like that. Yep. yep. Sophomore. Sophomore junior, junior somewhere in that range. Um, so just as best as you can remember, like Dad's not happy. Previous employer. What was that like for you guys? What did you see? Like, what did you witness when he would come home? What was that like? Well, honestly, majority of the time when he'd come home, uh, we would expect kind of timid, um, short-tempered arguments with, unfortunately, with with our mom. Mm -hmm. um, you could tell that the environment that he was in affected him yeah. towards home life. Yeah. And you could tell, you know, it's, you know when 4.30 came around, uh, you were hoping that he had a good day. You don't blame him, you know. When you run that culture for how many years, you you can't blame him. Yeah. Because that's you know. And then as a eighteen year old, eighteen to twenty year old kid, you 
then think that's business. That's right. the world. That's the world we live in. Is sure. hey, you know, it's 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 a world where, you know, if you're a leader or um, if you're in management, that's a, that's the lifestyle you have. Even yeah. even work life and then home life. Right. Okay. It was yeah. scary. Yeah. So, so Austin, tell me a little bit. Like, what was that like for you? What did you see? Tell me, yeah, just kind of describe for us what what that was like for you. Yeah. So, um, me and my dad, uh, what we would do is a lot of times when I was like younger, like eight, seven. Every time he'd come home, we play video games. Okay. Right away mm -hmm. before mom comes home, hurry up, let's play real quick. <laughs> but uh, before this gets shut down, <laughs> very, <laughs> it's very true. And then when she gets home, we we'd have to rush get and get our chores done, okay. dishes. So I remember that a lot. But um, I know. Uh, what I started noticing was like kind of what Jared said. He just come home. He look he look exhausted. Like, yeah. You can just tell on his face he wasn't mm -hmm. really feeling it. By eight nine o'clock, he'd he'd be tired, zoning yeah. out. We're we're big WWE fans too. Me and my dad. So he so eight o'clock Monday night. That's when Raw was on. He right. he'd, he'd be asleep by eight thirty. Wow. So so we started seeing behaviors that were like. I mean, like, do you remember? We, did you get worried about him? Like, what, what, where was your head at during that time? You knew something was changing. Yeah, so uh, kind of like what Jared said, I thought it was just business. Okay, that's just yeah. the way the, the world works. Yeah. And, and honestly, mm -hmm. to me, that was kind of like it was kind of scary. scary to me. Yeah, because I, I, I was, was like, what am I getting into? So scary, right? Because you're now you're thinking about like, I'm next. Yep. Mm -hmm. Like he's living in this scary environment, and if that's the way it is, then I guess. As I grow older, that's where I'm heading. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly right. Hmm. So, and, and so, Tom, I'm going to come back to you on this. Like, what for you? I mean, what was going through your head during this time? I mean, you know, you're, I, don't, I don't know if it's fair to say miserable or just not happy for sure, right? Yeah. No, I, w I was miserable, but I had thought, you know, suck it up. The coach come out of me, you know, quit being a baby. Because we do hear yep. those things, right? Yep. In, in some you know, environments. Yeah, you know, and uh, I just figured, you know, I got to fight through it. You yeah. know, my feelings, I shouldn't be feeling this way. I shouldn't be doing this. But, you know, I just, it just kept getting the best of me. Right. Kept getting the best, you know, and it, and consequently, you know, I mean, it, it bad thoughts, you yeah. know, were coming into my mind. Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. that's why I knew I had to make a move Yeah. somewhere. <laughs> you know, my previous life before that manufactured, uh, Exterior mirrors and interior mirrors for uh, transit city buses. Mm -hmm. You know that was at a culture like Lippert. BNR was kind of like Lippert. You know, take care of everybody. Okay, it was a family run business. I was his first employee hired. I was okay. with him till uh, he sold out. Mm -hmm. Then I went to our competitor, and she kind of started the down chain of the bad side of management. I seen. I was in management there. You know, I, I was told to you know do certain things that. I totally disagreed with, okay. you know, treat people, treat our employees a certain way. I'm yeah. like, you know, that's not right. So then, you know, I went to another RV company, but then that's how I found Lippert. And, gotcha. You know, so interesting. So you, you did have something to, to compare it to. Yes. But, but you know, at, at that time, Edgar, I just thought that was just the way. Um, yeah. I, I didn't think, you know, I think a lot of people do tell. Yeah. Yep. They had me cornered kind of feel like I had no way out. I think they still do in, in, yeah. in a lot of settings, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because they don't, they don't know, or maybe all of their job experience has been pretty miserable, you know, yeah. along the way. So I agree. And there's too many people that are living their life that way, you know, and I think, I, I guess before we kind of talk about like current state and what's happening these days and, yep. and what this has meant for your family to move into a different type of a culture, like what, what do you guys think your mom would have said about that season of life where dad was just not happy and coming home really stressed out and bothered by what was going, what would, what would she tell us? Their mom, by the way, was my dental hygienist way back in the day. <laughs> 
she's responsible for this winning smile. That's just teasing. Anyways, that's just a really bad joke. But um, what, so I do. That was my connection with the family. But so I know Jennifer. Um, like, what was it like for her? Like, what do you think? What, think she, what would she tell us? Yeah, I think it was just it, it rubbed off on her too. Yeah, right. Because we would we would sense that as well. You know, sometimes when she would get home, it was similar. Like kind of like Austin said, when uh, us three would be home, we'd hurry play a video game. We'd as soon as we heard the garage door, we'd throw the controllers down and start scrambling to pick up the house. <laughs> That's um, part of the fun. Right? Yeah, it was. It was. And then, like, do you think about that now? Um, and that was my dad's getaway. You know, and you have to have that. Yeah, you have to. And I'm learning that. And you know, every every human being needs their right. little getaway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but as far as our mom, it really felt like that that environment my dad was in um, affected our affected our home life mm. um, as far as to she could it's it's all about energy mm-hmm. and we feel like our mom felt that energy yeah um and kind of matched it okay yep, yep. i agree 100 percent. yeah um so for me it's kind of just i like i could notice like the little arguments like between both of them yeah so with my mom cleaning teeth all day, she's an introvert too. So when she comes home, she is tired of talking too. Mm-hmm. So I know that it's important. Her like um, decompression is like reading books, watching the news, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that pressure, like it was, it was, that's hard. That's hard to deal with guys. So, I mean, I, I appreciate you sharing that with me. So that's, that's, I mean, that's pretty personal. And I, honestly, I really do. But, but then it got better, right? So like you, so you come over to Lippert, you know, the, the people that kind of greeted you at the front door, so to speak, kind of sold you on this thing that you're stepping into. And they're like promising you, it's going to be a little bit better yep. than where you're coming from. And I, I guess I'm wondering, has it been better than where you came from? Oh, it's been... So talk about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's been a thousand percent better. Okay. I mean, starting here and I can see the culture was changing. Yeah. It was really, really neat to see. You know, I was timid. I was, you know, a little gun shy, you know, and, but my leadership team reached out to me. They're like, hey, listen, you know, you don't have to be this way. We're not going wow. to, rep- you know, come down on you or belittle you like you've been belittled. So they helped me come along. And ever since then, I... I've been progressively getting better yeah. and stronger. And in 2017 is when I took over the team, the yeah. Axel Chassis Tech Team. Okay. Ever since then, it's just been a great, great, enjoyable ride. Wow. I'm learning a ton. You know, and it's just, it's, uh, you know, personally, I think, you know, there's a point in time here where, you know, I was having some dark, demented thoughts. Okay. And I really think Lippert helped pulled me out of wow. that, out of that situation and put me into a state of mind where. You know, it's a better world. It's better. I'm happier. I'm. I don't come home grumpy. I don't come home grouchy. You know, I got more energy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you can enjoy your life again, right? Yeah. I, you know, just when you I hear that description, it just kind of sounds like maybe you were a bit wounded when you got here. Yeah. You know, and they and somebody noticed. Yeah. And and I think that's what makes this work environment so different from a lot of different places because, like, and you guys know this because you're both in leadership positions now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can tell when somebody on your team is off. Oh yeah. Like if there's something going on, like so so that's the other thing that's cool thing that's happened here is all of you guys have ended up in roles of leadership here. Mm-hmm. And and so I mean what's that been with like what and, do you guys like if, if I were to ask you Austin or Jared or and, and even Tom, feel free to chime in. Like so what do you what is what is it like to lead the team? What do you guys think about, like, when you're starting your day, people that are depending on you? Like, what are the thoughts you're thinking as a leader of a team? 
So I also was a high school baseball coach. Started uh, when I started an OEM customer service order entry before I was a leader. Okay. Uh, so I really think I learned. I had those skill sets learned from coaching high school baseball. Okay. Because you're coaching 15 to 17 year old year olds, and it's it's not easy. Yeah. So and then as far as I'm an extrovert. Okay. Different than Austin. Yeah. I Introvert love, definitely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love talking. I love I love hyping people up. Yeah. I love going around. You know, biggest thing that I learned was. Be genuine, yeah. But then not ask, "What have you done today?" It's, "How are you today?" Yeah. You know, okay. if I know a team member is going through something personal, yeah. How's your son? How's he doing? How's your How's your wife? How's your husband? Okay, what's going on? You know, you can sense that, and you give also, it's that trustworthiness of every single day going by. How are you? How are you? How are you? And then your team members start opening up, right? Um, you know, and having that open door policy. I'm, I know we're all really big into that. Mm-hmm. Was hey, if you ever need anything. By all means, Jared, I need I, I need ten minutes. I need to talk. All right, let's go to my office. Yeah, let's talk. Right, you know, and ha- and have that that policy, that open door policy, where they have that freedom. Um, so if they want to, you know, if they have something going on at home, they want to vent. I'm I'm there. Yeah, and if, if they have something going on here and they want to vent, I'm there. Right, really, and I think our personal experience with what we went through eight to ten years ago, I think that still hits home. Where, you know, I, we're really big into, you know, we want people to to leave here the way they came in. Yeah. Meaning, you know, they're in the right headspace. They have a positive attitude. You know, they go home to their families yep. the same way they came in. Right on. Yeah, that's really good. This episode of Lippert Built to Lead podcast is brought to you by the Lippert Academy for Leadership, the team committed to enhancing your organization's leadership and cultural goals with strategic leadership development programs, on-site training, executive coaching, speaking engagement, and customized solutions. Find out how to get your organization involved at www.lci1.com backslash academy or send us a message at academy at lci1.com. That's academy at lci1.com. So, so I mean, you guys obviously have started to get your head around what it means to lead a team. Mm-hmm. You, you, you experienced the misery of a dad who was unhappy when he came mm-hmm. home, and, and Tom, you did firsthand. It's, it's not normal for a lot of companies to carry on that way. Yep. And, and and I think that's what people notice when they when they come here for the very first time. What, what do you think, Austin? You're a young leader. I mean, like you've got you, what six reports? Is that what you said on your team? Oh, I have seventeen. Oh 16? my gosh! All yeah, right. so, so you got, you, one you more. Got, you, yeah, that's a little <laughs> bit more than six. Okay, so 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 you've got a dozen and a half people that are under your care, and that's that's actually some of the terminology that we use. You know, like mm-hmm. we, we because they kind of are. What's it like for a young guy like you to be responsible for 17 souls? Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, so I was promoted. I was 19, just turning 20. Okay. The next month when I first got promoted, I had no idea what right. to do, what was going on. Um, everyone's older than me. Mm-hmm. I was the youngest leader at that point in the warehouse. So I kind of had to like find my groove. Yeah. So I was, I be, so I've been along the way picking up bits and pieces from everyone. Okay. Um, Pat Doherty was my first leader. Mike Roulette, uh, Kim Leeshock, Michelle uh, Shattuck. Shattuck too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I've been picking up bits and pieces. Yeah. So I am an introvert too yeah. at heart. So, gotcha. but I had to talk with Kim about this is that because she's the, she said that she's the same way too. When she comes to work, she's forced to be an extrovert. And that's how I am. Yeah. So like you can ask Jared here. I'm sometimes the loudest in the room here. 
was because I portray that here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but when, that's not naturally kind of how you're bent. No, not okay. All. When I go home, it's just <laughs> so I just I just got a dog too, a golden retriever. So right. let him outside, kind of just sit outside for a little bit, go inside. Cooking uh dinner is kind of my relaxation. Okay. I, lo- I love to cook. Okay. So but here I would say like I'm pretty much lead the same way Jared does. Yeah. I find I so I always try to find their why. It's it's not about like what are you doing now or mm-hmm. it's like, hey, how are you doing? Yeah. What's going on in life? One of my team members every Friday and Saturday, he races at uh, the South Menmore Speedway. Okay. And the one in Plymouth too. So okay. I'll ask him, hey, how'd you place? Right. What's going on? Okay. Um, he also builds his own cars too. Yeah, so it's right. just small conversations like that. Yeah. It's amazing how you know, just s- small gestures and expressions mm-hmm. of interest and intrigue in the lives of people, how that kind of opens up the relationship avenues. And I, I think that's fantastic, man. So so it, it takes you a little bit of work to kind of put yourself out there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Here I am, 24 now. I was not good at public um, speaking because mm-hmm. I have a speech impediment. Okay. Actually, I have a stutter. Okay. So along the way, you know, practice. And just practicing, watching YouTube videos, no just kidding. making sure that I'm prepared yeah. for so, life. So, ahead. like, you're working on it, man. Like, yep. you're not just like, okay, I've got an impediment, and therefore I don't do these things. Like, you're putting in the work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that's part of the reason why I was an introvert too in yeah. the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Um, just because I was always the kid that I wouldn't raise my hand in class. I know the answer. I just wouldn't raise my hand because I was like, I don't want to like speak up or anything. Okay. But now, I'd say I'm I'm comfortable with it, yeah. and I now know how to combat it. Yeah, the, the difference in three years is incredible. Uh, three years ago, he couldn't even talk to a team of three out in public. Now he's talking to a team of seventeen. Wow! Uh, with confidence, uh, clear voice. Wow! Delivers the message uh, and gets buy-in. Bravo, man! Thank you. Dog on it! Like that's just like awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that is, it. That is fantastic. You know, and just like the, and, and so that's something that happens here. And I don't know if you ever experienced that before, Tom, but like you mentioned Mike and Kim and Michelle and Pat. And I mean, Pat's the only one that doesn't do full time what the other guys do. And Pat's now in inventory over at 45, um, doing some of the same stuff that he was doing here, right? And Pat's a really good leader. But those guys are trainers and coaches. And like, that's what we attempt to do is build help people take steps forward as leaders. I, I, when I try to explain to people like what our team does, they, they have a hard time. There's no frame of reference for it because I don't know of any other company that does this where people like leadership coaches and mm-hmm. trainers are actually part of the team. But but you have regular interaction with your people that are in leadership development. Am I right? Yeah, correct. So what, what's that been like for you, Tom? Because that was probably a first-timer. You were a yep. first-timer too in this kind of an environment. Yes. No, that was actually uh, when I first got to start meeting with uh, Kim Lee Shock. Okay. That was... Uh, First of all, I was scared, you know, what what is she doing? What's this leadership, you know? Then once I uh, got into it and started going, started getting my leadership action plan, talking yeah. to her, her leading me, helping me lead, yeah. really uh, opened my eyes to yeah. the other side of Lippert. That, right. You know, and I was like, wow, this is a, you know, I'm so glad I'm on this journey with Lippert, right. you know, the whole company. You know, Kim has been a, a godsend to me. You know, she yeah. has helped me through some very dark times. Yeah. You know, just to get to the leader I am today is really, you know, I owe her. Wow. Because you know, I can coach. Yeah. You know, I'm the kind of coach that, hey, I'll 
I will chew your butt when you make a mistake. Yeah. But I will be the first one to pick you up when you when you make a good oh, we play. Have so many stories. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's tough being the coach. It is. It is. <laughs> you know, so and that's kind of how I manage these guys. Yeah. Is you know, the, I got a little older team because yeah. you know of the uh, product we deal with sure. and the situations yeah. we deal with. But you know, they know if I come at them. Yeah. I come at them in a positive way, but yeah. then when they do something good, I'm the first one there to say, "Hey, great job." Yeah, because there's still a job to do too. And even with everything that you guys are saying, because like we can have really good intentions and get after their why, you know, that Simon Sinek idea about their what's your why, but there's still a job to do. Mm -hmm. And and I think a lot of times people misunderstand that in our our environment, they're just like, ah, especially old manufacturing cusses, you know, like these old dudes that are just like, well, I'm old school, which is mostly just an excuse to be a jerk. So, Mm -hmm. but, but, you know, and people will default to that way too often because they think like, by taking care of your people, you're being soft on them and you're not expecting performance, but that's not true, is it? No, like, what do you expect of your team, man? Oh, uh, we hold the expectation. Um, you know, we're really big. Liberty in general, uh, and there's a saying that Jason even says is, uh, you take care of your people, they'll take care of your business. Absolutely. They'll take care of you. And really true believers in that. And our whole team, especially, I, I can't, I can go on and on about our core group and our leaders here, um, but... Every day we challenge each other. Yeah, uh, we go into you know private rooms. We challenge each other. You know that's not good enough. That's not good enough. That's not good enough. But then you know we're all so close and have such a good relationship. Yeah. And then we're kind of the same thing with with our teams is you hold a standard. Yeah. Uh, your team members, you know, you, you it's about being consistent. Yep. That's a big thing. Uh, it's being consistent. Is hey, you know, you have you have your standard and you have your team members. You know, and that's that's the big thing, and that's that's what sticks with me is that that you know you take care of you take care of your people. Yep. Your people will take care of you. I, I love what you yeah. just said just now, I, and I I wish we heard that a little bit more in the workspace. Do, I mean, do you guys actually use the words "that's not good enough"? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. You can you can say very clear, mm-hmm. unfiltered things to people. And it'll help get the best out of them than when, when they know you care about them. Mm-hmm. Yep. If if all you're going to do is sit in the seat of a critic and and just throw rocks and stones at folks, you know, when they screw up and just take advantage of them and dress them down like you've experienced in the past. And I think like a lot of too many people, too many of us have experienced that in the past, then, then you're not going to get the performance that you're actually after. The real critical piece is truly and genuinely caring about your people. And when you truly and genuinely care about them, then you can tell them, you know, dude, that's just not good enough. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Right. 100%. So what, what are you learning as a leader right now, Austin? Honestly, it's just getting uncomfortable again. So I'm actually going to be um, transferring to the fulfillment side okay. of um, the supervisor position. So I... A little, little bit of a promotion there for you? I look at it as it is because that's something that I have not learned yet. So I look at that. So which is the that. shipping side. Right. So that's UPS, LTL, OEM, and our new Kurt Hitch uh, that, we're, that we're getting to. Okay. So basically, a um, little bit uh, more about me is I started off general warehouse in the large kidding cell, just boxing parts, became a picker. Then I moved to the receiving team and I moved to our pre-box team. And then I went back to our kidding team. So on the inbound side, I've been everywhere. Okay, uh, I've been a material handler, all that type of stuff, and okay. I've not gotten to the shipping side yet. Yeah. So that's something that I want to get uncomfortable again. I want to learn more. I want to 
I don't know if you're a big Marvel guy, but like Thanos getting all the Infinity Stones, that's what I want to learn everything. I know about that, but go ahead. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> so that that really is big for me. Around the place, <laughs> <laughs> maybe someday. We'll take over, just like the Marvel comics. Anyways, yeah. go ahead, man. I love that. Yeah. So it's just getting getting uncomfortable again, just because get, getting complacent is not good. Growth is the way to go. So right that's, why, that's why mm-hmm. I'm that's all awesome, about right Austin. now. That is that is fantastic. So, I mean, you're still the dad, right? Yeah. I mean, is there a little bit of like I'm proud of these guys in, in built into all of this for you? Yeah, I'm very proud of them. Okay. Um, you know, I was hard on them when I coached them. Yeah. I mean, you know, being coach's dad's not very easy. You know, I should my famous thing to Jared would be you swing like a girl. Ooh. You know, <laughs> <laughs> in baseball, you know. But um, no, I'm very proud of them. You know, yeah. when when they uh, showed interest in coming Lippert after yeah. hearing how, how uh, great the company is, yeah, I told them, "Hey, I'll get you an application." After that, it's all up to you guys. Yep, yep. Um, my hands are off. You guys do. Yeah, you know, and I'm proud of how they worked hard. Sure, they got under some good uh, leaders and really pushed them. And I can see, you know, uh, the growth in both of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, but I'm guessing you would not have invited them into a situation that you knew was not going to be good for him. Yeah, absolutely not. Right. Yeah. You know, when uh, Jared first got out of college, you know, he was tossing some things around. I'm like, no, nah, I wouldn't go there. Yeah. No, I wouldn't go there. Okay. Yeah. You know, because the, yeah. the atmosphere, though, yeah. is, not, I, is not good. Yep. You know, I want him, these guys to go somewhere where they can stay, learn, yeah. grow, and move up, right. and be treated like a human. Yeah, yeah. And, exactly. You know, and I, I was, as a, as a physical therapy, exercise science major um, from Ball State, I was lost and didn't know what to do, uh, you know, and then I was thinking about going down the, the world RV world of, uh, in Elkhart, just didn't know where, but then after my dad was talking about Lippert and what Lippert's about and the culture. Um, and I know we've always looked up to our dad and he's always been our best friend. So for him to really talk about Lippert the way he did, mm-hmm. I knew I was like, okay, yeah, yeah that's, that, that's, that's all for me. I that's need, right. I, I need to be a part of that team. Yeah. What, what, that's, that's really great. Um, what role has, I mean, Tom, you talked about it a little bit. What what role has the idea of leadership development played in your guys' development? Like, how how has that figured in some of the people that have been on the team? Have you, you guys have been exposed to some of that, right? Yep. Yep. So, mm. uh, how what what do you do with that? I'm I'm curious. Like, what's what's been your experience? Honestly, I think it's you know from Michael Brulette to Michelle Shattuck to Kim Lee Shack, even to our leaders. You know, I, I can go on and on about Stephen Waddell, Charter sure. Robinson. Mm-hmm. You know, all the above. I think it's just taking bits and pieces yeah. and personalizing it, making your own. You know, you can you can go to Michelle and Kim's PowerPoints and copy and paste and do it. You know, write down the notes and idolize and do what exactly what they say. Yeah. But you're not being authentic, and that's really what we've been working on as a group at 39B is being authentic, being real. Yeah. And using those slides and putting into our own our own character. Sure. Yeah. So you guys are taking the messages, you know, whether, so you're referencing like a presentation type yep. of a thing, right? Yep. Where, where you're taking that and owning it, making an application for it. Yep. And, and probably in some cases, sharing that out with your team, right? Exactly. Yep. yep. So do you do a little bit of that too, Austin? Yeah. One person here that really did motivate me and inspired me to continue to better myself here, besides my dad, uh, was Stephen Waddell. Okay. Um, he, he, pu- he pushed me a lot. Okay. Uh, he saw the potential in me. He, Help me hone my craft, and I cannot give that man just yep. the amount of appreciation I I can give to him. I can't say it to him because oh. like I can't say that much. But he he has been so helpful and, to my career, yep. 
I know Jared feels the the same way too, and he really helped develop us a lot. Wow. And he's not one of the leadership coaches. The leadership coaches did did wonderful yeah. too. Like I was able just to be very very humble, um, admit my weaknesses to yeah. them too, and they have helped build uh, me up too and get, and give me tools to succeed. Right on. That's right. And, and you were going to say something? Were you going to weigh in on that a little bit? Oh, I was going to say, because Steven's our current leader too. And okay. We're, you know, still challenging us. And, you know, we have weekly one-on-ones and we go over things uh, and go over things that, you know, that that he has like, hey, this is a challenge. This is a challenge for you, you know, and, and all he really makes us so much better. Yeah. And like, we do talk about the work stuff, but we're all so close to him too that he challenges us on our personal life too. Okay. Yeah. So he'll start bringing up that gym. stuff too. Like the gym, eating healthy is like we're on on a health kick. I've lost 47 pounds oh, wow. since like March or April. So No way. So it's just nice like accountability, yeah. buddy. That's outstanding. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, I don't. I have never met Steve Waddell, but like I, I want to meet him and shake his hand because like, so folks find out you know, Mike and Kim, their colleagues of mine, Michelle, they find out about our team. And I mean, honestly, we get a lot of attaboys it's, and it's kind of nice, but we have great leaders throughout the organization, people that are in the fire with you guys every day. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and doing the development piece on their own, like they're not getting, I mean, I feel very blessed, very fortunate to do what I get to do every day, all day. But those guys, like they, they actually have real jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know, like they got a real thing. They got to get product out the door. You know what I mean? And yeah. I have such high appreciation for people like Steve and, and some of the folks that you mentioned, April yep. and, and the gang here, you know, that have taken such good care of you guys, but also were instrumental in your development, yeah. mm-hmm. shaping you and teaching you a new way and then turning you loose to lead other people. I think that's the coolest thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, it yeah. is. It is. Yeah, Ed, on, on that, um, our new, lead, our new uh, VP, Joyce Goldfield, yeah. she really has brought the business side to us okay. and taught me the business side, you know, the numbers, the average speed of answer. She's really put some of the stuff in place that wow. we did not have in place, okay. which makes us understand the why the, you know, the business side of it. Right. It's not just, Hey, we're going to answer the phone, be on the phone for an hour, give away $10,000 in parts. Yeah. You know, so she's really brought that to the, to the board for us and yeah. uh, Tara Fuchs and Scott Segman has been really instrumental in, Telling us the why, helping us understand these metrics, these numbers, so yeah. we can pass them down to the team. Wow. So, you know, the guy, the team knows the why. You know, hey, why do we got to answer the phone in 30 seconds? Well, this is the reason why. Yeah. You know, or, hey, you got seven and a half minute handle time. This is why. Yeah. So it helps yeah. us tell the story for to, sure to Jason. Yeah. Hey, Jason, you know, this is why we need to hire 30 more people. Right. If you want to be you this, actually know what's going on in the business, yes. right? Yes, and and that's the thing too that that people might miss is like, well, this this isn't just about all the what we call soft skills. I always yep. take exception to the idea of people <laughs> calling them soft skills because like they're so soft. Why do you guys struggle with these so badly? Anyways, that's just my little rebuttal. But like, it's not just about the soft skills and how you treat your people. It is that's part yep. of it, but that helps us run a solid business. But you guys are actually getting like developed when it comes to knowing the business, knowing the metrics, knowing what success looks like on paper and, and knowing what the, what, what are the performance KPIs, right? What are the things that are going to really help us win as a business? So we're running a strong business here and we've grown a lot since 2015 time when you started like exponentially. Yeah. A ton. And, And since I started in 2017, like this company has grown exponentially because we have people that treat each other well 
we still have some way, uh, ways to grow in that. We understand that and we, we can own that. But we've got more and more people like yourselves that are owning the business and they're sharpening their tool set you know, in ways that doesn't always happen on the job. Like we leave the business to the front office people, but you guys are actually taking that like to the, to the, to our leadership teams and to our folks every single day, man. And I think that is one of the coolest things because the more informed you can be, the better decisions you're going to make. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And lead self, lead team, lead business. That's our leadership framework. Yes. Yes. That is picture perfect. Right on. First, you got to leave yourself, of course. Yeah. And they got to leave the team. But also, too, it's a business. It is a business. It's a business as well. Yeah. You know, it's, it's that, you know, in the, the LAP leadership action plan cards yeah. um, at Burkett here, we're actually working on getting every team member to fill out one. Every right, right single now, we have, person. Yep. Every yeah. single person. That's that's the goal. That's you know, Trevor Robinson, one of the best leaders Best leaders I've, I've been around. Yeah. Uh, that's his challenge. Yeah. And, you know, that that's, it's perfect, too, because I can go around and say, hey, you know, if I have a team member, hey, how's your workouts going? How many days a week are you going? How, yeah. many, how much water are you drinking? Like I, have, yeah. I, have, I have a team member who wants to drink 64 ounces. <laughs> yeah. I have a team member who wants to drink, you know, 64 ounces of water a day. He's like, hey, how many ounces? You know, it's, it's a good way to hold accountability yeah. uh, with their goals. And yeah. to, you know, and our goal as leaders is to help them achieve those goals, right, whether right. it's professionally or personally. That's great. Thanks for saying that. Lead self, lead team, lead business. It, that's what we talk about in terms of leadership development here, right? It does start with the individual. It starts, then you get to take that to your team. But man, like there's still there's still work to do. Mm-hmm. We have to lead the business well. We mm-hmm. got to get a little smarter on that end of it. And like you guys are, um, I'm a little bit blown away just by how all of these pieces have worked together. And I can, I can tell why Kim recommended I talk to you, you guys because this has been so fantastic. And I mean, we did a fair amount of name dropping here. I mean, you guys like, well, we mentioned probably a dozen or more people, but I, but they're really instrumental in your development and in your overall quality of life. Yeah. And I'm hoping and that this has been good for your family too. Oh yeah. man, I oh, can't, yeah, yeah I, we're, we're all, we're so close. Actually, my wife, uh, works works with Lipper, <laughs> yeah. works for Lipper, and same with Austin's fiance. Okay. So we, we took it to our personal lives, you yeah. know. And that's and our personally, like we're all best friends. Yeah. And it's I can't say how much it means to me to be able to see my brother and my dad on a daily basis. I love it. You know, one thing that uh, simplifies or shows Lipper is I got sick in November. Um, Mike Bloss reached out to came up and see me. Uh, you know, Jason even reached out to me. Yeah. Joyce uh, every day was reaching out to me, making wow. sure what's going on and being in contact. If I couldn't be couldn't respond because I was in the hospital. Um, she was in contact with my wife. Yeah. You know, and they got a, a thing called a meal train here they got for a month. And then every night someone brought, when I, once I got out of the hospital, someone brought dinner over every night. It's unbelievable how yeah. the family at Lipper has, yeah. you know. And, and, and you know, Tom, this is what I tell people sometimes. I'm like, it's not that that doesn't happen in other businesses right. because it does. Yeah. There, there's mm-hmm. kindnesses that are shown even in businesses maybe they don't get get their head around this. But what I say about Lippert is like, we do these things on purpose though. And it, it's that's not unique just to this plant. I hear yep. that in a yep. number of the plants that I support that when somebody is going through a hardship, people rally around it and yep. around around that individual. And so yep. that's really cool yep. to hear. You know, there's not too many times uh, you see a VP and a director yeah. come to my house with my, my son and his fiance and pray with yeah. us because I was in, you know, bad wow. shape. Okay. You know, it's just, it's amazing. Yeah. You know, it yeah. just shows me what the value, core values of Lippert is and yeah. the values that they bring. 
Guys, this has been so fantastic and so enlightening. And thank you for opening up and sharing about your family and about, you know, your experience here at Lippert and telling about, you know, kind of where you came from. And it, it just sounds like this has been such a cool experience for the for the whole group. I guess if we're going to wrap up, um, we're, yeah. we're, we are going to wrap up right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're a little bit longer than I thought. I know it's been worth every moment, guys. Yep. Um, just like what, what just quick. Just very briefly, final thoughts. Like, what, what what do you say to people that might be listening into this? Just in terms of encouraging them in some way. And Austin, let's start with you. Yeah. So, so one thing is about Lippert. When we get some team members in who come from the manufacturing world, they kind of it's kind of like a shock to them. <laughs> so, I so just to everybody know that Lippert's just different. It's yeah. just a wonderful place. A lot of my team members they've come up to me like, "Wow, we love it here. This is so much better than, than where we came from." I just can't speak enough about how great Lippert is. Yeah. And I do hope to uh, be here my entire life yeah. too, actually. It's it's hard to describe. I like you said, this is just different. Very you almost awesome. have to get your it feet is. in it. Well, what do you say, Jared? Lippert, it's my, uh, I'm, it leaves me speechless thinking about it. Mm -hmm. I can't express how thankful I am from, for everybody. Yeah. You know, you're talking about how we, we name drop 12 names. I can name drop probably a hundred. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. You know, and yeah. just people I'm, I'm thankful yeah, for. Yeah. yeah, people I'm thankful for. I got a lot of buddies. Yeah. who are struggling right now right. Uh, out in the world, you know, yeah. and, and with business and with the way the world is right now, you know, with how much it means to my wife, my newborn son, Austin, his fiance, my dad, my mom, yeah. you know, our aunts here. I, I, I can go on and on about our family, yeah. um, but really I, I just can't express how blessed and how thankful that we all are. Fantastic, man. I love that. Tom, we're going to finish with you. Like just, just final thought from dad here. And final thoughts is, um, you know, it's amazing. It's been an amazing ride here. Um, I hope I can last another 13 years and retire. But it's been amazing. It has really made a difference in my uh, home life and my personal life. Yeah. It's made me a different person. If I would have found this back in when the kids were young, yeah, I wouldn't have been such a mean coach. Yeah. You know, because it really, it teaches you to how to coach positive. Yeah. Right, right. Positively. Right. And I, it's been great. Hands down. Guys, thank you so much for sharing with us. And I can tell there's a lot packed into this message here. Listen, if, if you're listening in, I mean, these, the layman's have been really so helpful in helping us understand what it's like to do this every single day in a very honest and open way. If you run a business or a part of a business that is interested in taking some steps in your cultural journey, we actually love to help by coming alongside other businesses through our academy, um, the Liberty Academy for Leadership. And, and if there's any way we can help you take steps forward, please reach out to us. You can reach out to us at, at academy at lci1.com. That's academy at lci1.com. Guys, thank you so much for taking the time today. Thank really you. Appreciate it. Thanks thank for you. telling yeah. the story. Thanks yeah. for having us. Yeah. And thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, until next time, this is Edgar Cabello, your host, signing off. And uh, have a great day. Thanks for listening to today's Built to Lead episode. If you have a story to share or are interested in learning how you can be a business as a force for good, please visit us at www.lci1.com backslash academy. And please follow Lippert on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Twitter. Thank you. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the view or mission of Lippert Components Incorporated.